Law enforcement missed an opportunity to catch Franklin because his DNA was not previously collected. In 2003, Franklin was convicted of a felony and was serving three years of supervised probation. In 2004, voters passed Proposition 69, which requires that DNA... <laughs> 69 DNA must be collected from all felons and everyone arrested on certain specified charges. It also required the expansion of a DNA database. Authorities collected and sorted through thousands of DNA samples while he was on probation. Franklin's DNA was supposed to have been entered into the database. It wasn't entered because between November 2004 and August 2005, probation officers did not collect samples from people who were on unsupervised probation. The probation department did not have the resources to collect samples until August 2005. Franklin was identified at least in part on familiar DNA analysis. The police had found no exact match between DNA found at the crime scene and any of the profiles in California's DNA profile database, so they searched the database for stored profiles that demonstrated sufficient similarity to allow at police to infer a familial relationship. They found similar DNA belonging to Franklin's son Christopher, who had been convicted of a felony weapons charge in 2008. Christopher was too young to have committed the murders, but the familial DNA match led investigators to look at his father, Lonnie, as the likely perpetrator. One undercover caught a police officer pretended to be a waiter at a restaurant where Franklin ate, collecting dishes, silverware glasses and pizza crust to obtain DNA. According to Cooley, detectives then used the pieces of discarded pizza along with saliva found on the victims to establish a DNA match. And on July 7, 2010, Franklin was arrested. The Los Angeles County District's Attorney's Office charged him with 10 counts of murder, 1 count of attempted murder and special circumstance allegation of multiple murders. On December 16, 2010, the LAPD released 180 photos of women found in Franklin's home after unsuccessful attempts to identify the individuals who were possible additional, additional victims. These people are not suspects. We don't even know if they're victims, but we do know this. Lonnie Franklin's reign of terror in the city of Los Angeles, which spanned well over two decades, culminated with over a dozen murder victims. Certainly needs to be investigated further, says the police chief, Charlie Beck. In all, investigators found over a thousand photos and several hundred hours of video in his home. The images show mainly black women of a wide age range from teenagers to middle aged to older, often nude. Police Franklin, uh, believe Franklin took many of the pictures which show both conscious and unconscious individuals dating back 30 years. The photos were released to the public in an effort to identify the women. On November 3rd, 2011, Reuters reported that the police were considering Franklin as a suspect in six more slayings. The police were investigating two of the six as potential victims killed during a 14-year lapse between an initial spat of grim sleeper murders that ended in 1988 and several more that began in 2002. Of the remaining four victims, two bodies were discovered in the 1980s and two were reported missing in 2005, but the remains of the other two were never found, police said. Detectives said they linked Franklin to the six additional killings after reviewing hundreds of old case files and seeking the public's help in identifying a collection of 180 photographs of women and girls that were found in his possession. Franklin was charged with 10 murders and one attempted murder and held without bail. He was never charged in the death of a suspected 11th victim, a black man, a crime of which DNA evidence was not found. After a lengthy pre-trial discovery and several delays, the trial opened on February 16, 2016. 
Closing arguments began May 2nd, 2016, and the jury began deliberating May 4th, 2016. On May 5th, 2016, after nearly three months of trial and a day and a half of jury deliberation, Franklin was convicted on all counts. His sentencing hearing began a week later on May 12th, 2016. At the hearing, prosecutors presented evidence relating to four other victims they believed to have been killed by Franklin. The four victims were not among the original set identified by DNA and ballistic evidence as grim sleeper victims, and had only been identified as such after his arrest. Three victims, Sharon Alicia Dismuk, Inez Warren, and Georgia May Thompson were identified as likely grim sleeper victims by task force officers investigating unsolved missing persons and homicide reports dating back to 1976. The fourth, Rolina Morris, was identified from evidence found at Franklin's garage after his arrest. Her body was never found. Prosecutors did not charge Franklin with these murders for fear of delaying the trial even further. On June 6, 2016, a Los Angeles County jury sentenced Franklin to death. On August 10th, the Superior Court sentenced Franklin on each count naming the individual victims. On March 28, 2020, Franklin was found dead in his cell. There was no signs of trauma to his body, his cause of death and results of the autopsy have not been publicly released. Victims Prosecutors suspect that Lonnie Franklin's first victim was Sharon Alicia Dismuke, who was killed in January 15, 1984. His first confirmed victim, though, was Deborah Jackson, whose murder occurred in August 1985. Franklin apparently took a 14-year hiatus after his last known crime in 1988, and his next confirmed murder occurred in 2002. As a result of his apparent dormancy, he was nicknamed the Grim Sleeper. Investigators have stated they believe it is likely that there were other as-yet-unidentified victims during that time frame. The last confirmed murder was in January 2007. All but one of his victims were black women. One of his suspected victims was a black man. Many of his victims were sex workers and Franklin was known to have frequent contact with sex workers. All of his victims were found outdoors, often in alleys in a short distance from downtown Los Angeles. He shot all of his victims with a .25 caliber gun. Franklin took many photographs of nude women and kept his records in his garage. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.